Welcome to the Slided Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Nicole, and joining me today, I have Eric Casey and Sebastian. Didn't say your last name this time. Uh, totally fine. No one no one does. It's good. I, no, no, I said it last time, and you're like, you don't did. say my last name. Well, I like the mysteriousness that's created by not having the last name. Right, right, right. It's like Oprah. I mean, you know her last name's Winfrey, but no one calls her Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> well, once we get married, it'll just be Sebastian Casey. Are you the man in this relationship? <laughs> is that how this is working? Let's move on to the question. <laughs> we are taking questions from our viewers. And the first question comes from Magic of Keelan. So shout out to Magic of Keelan. So Keelan awesome. K-Dog. And his name is Keelan Wendorf. So just seen that guy. I've seen him on, just, online and stuff. Just, I've seen him around. Just so just giving him a shout out. Alright. His question is, do you perform in the simplest way possible if you know of a way, or do you perform depending on specific slights, even though they may be a bit more difficult? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to repeat this. So I uh, think... No, I think I understand the question pretty well. I, well, I understand it. We need to reword it. I mean, no, no. Is it the simplest way, or do you use slights to make it like, streamlined? I, I kind of... That's the impression I'm getting. Yeah, and I feel like we might... I know your style. You know we, my style. I think that it's perfectly just like asking us, well, what's the difference between what Eric yeah, does and what does Eric like? What does Sebastian like? <laughs> well, not about... What what you like, but what you do True. when you perform. Which would Personal be preference. What I like. Well, all right, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. I know what Sebastian's gonna say. Can I guess? Um, sure. I'd love to hear what you're. All right. Your well, is. I think first of all, you perform certain sleights of hand that are very difficult, but not difficult for you. So mm-hmm. there's a difference. And another thing I'm gonna guess is mm-hmm. that. You might do something simple for a layman, mm-hmm. but at a convention, you are showing you're just you got to You got to do yeah. the hardest light. Yeah, I, um, I I can't argue with that. That's very very <laughs> accurate. But what I've started doing recently is also trying to do the ridiculous stuff for lay people, just because I mean as fun as ambitious card and all that stuff is, it's kind of old. Right. So like to keep it fun for me, I'll start doing the ridiculous stuff like you know the Roadrunner and all that junk. On lay people, just because it's not fair when there's a 12 year old that's vaguely interested in magic. He's like, Can you show me a trick? And you whip out the magician fooler that's like three phases, builds. It's just fun. I enjoy that. So, I mean. And you enjoy sleight of hand a lot. I, yes, I really like slights and all the technical difficulties. I enjoy that. That's fun for me. So, just practicing that is enjoyable. So, Got keeping it. up with that it. That makes sense. So, I mean, I personally <laughs> choose not to perform in the simplest way just because for me. It might get I, boring then, right? Yeah, and, I, and there are times when that's the best way to go. Like, you don't need to do all the complex crap, but there are certain times where I do like to throw that in just for fun. Gotcha. Now, your thoughts? I'm the opposite. <laughs> I know, I could, I could easily guess yours, so that makes sense, because you're more Entirely. Yeah, I go with the simplest route. Is I go as simple as I can. As quick as I can. Okay, yeah. well, if let me... I can simplify it, and if I can't simplify it, I'm not going to do that trick. Also, don't you get a little bit... Um, so Sebastian might at a convention want to do a really hard slight to sort of almost show off a little bit, you know? It's but my we, least favorite thing to do. What, really? <laughs> no, I love that. Oh, okay, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did I just, you were being sarcastic, good one, I'm an idiot. No, okay, no, but don't you get all excited when you perform a magic trick that is like really, really stupid almost, like simple oh, and... Yeah. And you're I'm like at, the opposite of if I'm Sebastian. at a convention and you see me do, or you ask me to do a trick, I'm going to do something retarded. But I'm going to sell the hell out of it. And you, you always like, get excited because magicians aren't looking for that because they're they looking for the difficult yeah. 
Or, yeah, I'll do that or I'll just, what I like to be, I like to be as many steps ahead as possible, which I've gotten from uh, um, Eddie Fields' book. Uh, so I like that, which is just kind of knowing your surroundings, knowing everything going on around you, and then using that to my advantage. So, like, that is complex in a sense, but I'm not using sleight of hand. I'm just kind of being super aware and then taking advantage of situations. I spend too much time with you guys. Which, well, I mean, also, from my point of view, the simplest method for triumph is just call all the damn cards. Exactly. And and my point of view is just have one card reverse on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I need to do. And it's over. Yeah, I don't need to overprove anything, but you know, it's just me. So I mean, it depends on the effect and the impression you're trying to make on them. Just kind of yeah. how you choose the route. Like you saw, you saw me at the tricks convention when mm-hmm. I like instantly messed up trying to do a pass. Yes, but I already knew what the top card was. I think you on should, another it, it, deck, it took you 15 seconds to do the pass. They still didn't notice, didn't and notice. you recovered. It was yeah. But it was yes, I it was a bad. It was like I'll try a slight. This will be fun. I messed it up instantly, <laughs> and I was just like, all right, their card is now somewhere upside down in the deck in the middle, don't know how it got there, and I can't, like, well, not even their card, like, four cards were mixed upside down, and I was like, sweet, like, there's nothing I can do here, but Maybe I already knew what the top card was on the two decks on the table, and it matched the top card, or that matched the card that they chose, so I just used that as a reveal, and it blew everyone's minds. Yeah, fooled me. Uh, the guy next to me was like, dude. Did he do that? The guy next to you is Ozzy Wind, right? Or is it... Or was it... John Mardick. Um, I can't remember. One of the two. But I, I remember I seeing... remember conventions well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember Ozzie seeing... I also remember like being very nervous. Handsome Jack. Let me just pick up these names real quick. Yeah. We, just, we got Ozzy, and we go and pick up John. Okay, cool. So... so. I, just, I, just, I just remember being super nervous, being like, great, they're watching. And then right. I was like, oh, I'm going to do sleight of hand. Yeah. And then messing up and being like... Yeah, that's how I expected that to go. <laughs> I definitely and messed that up. That's why I don't do that. Yeah, and then I was like, all right. And then thank God I looked at the top cards in the decks before I even started, so I got yep. to do that. Because I also remember seeing Sebastian's face, being like, "Wait, what? What? Like, <laughs> like I thought you just messed up." Yeah, because I was confused. I was like, "You really did a good job of looking like you genuinely messed that slide up." <laughs> no, but it was good. It was good. Yeah, so that's my style. Be way ahead of the audience. I'm gonna read this. I don't. I. I don't know if there's much more to cover because we're talking about sleight of hand right now. When we had posted on Instagram, what topics do you want discussed? Casey Lewis Magic wrote sleight of hand theory, so we're kind of talking about that a little bit right now. Do you want to add to? I don't know what that means. I don't really have anything to add other than what Vernon said. It should look like you're not doing anything as far as oh. sleight of hand theory goes. Yeah. Like, make, theory behind sleight of hand. Make it look like you're doing what yeah. you're allegedly doing. Right, which is what... Yeah, like, if you're doing a double lift, turn over a single card a thousand but times. But at the same time, I and don't... know how you turn over that single card that's, and then do that. I'm hypocrite in that sense. Like, that, yeah. that's the number one piece of advice as far as being natural. But, I mean, I'll do the twisty, turvy, double turnovers. Well, I'll turn over single cards that way, too, though. At least I do that. I, yeah, I, I should probably start doing that. I go for consistency no matter what. If I do it, what you're saying a like, little more clear. Yes, yeah, so I understand, I, but if I do a double lift one way, I'm going to do a single card lift that exact same way. So that every right. motion is the same. Looks the same. So no Consistent. one's seeing out of the corner. Two, right. Wait, two something. Things. Yeah, you don't want to if see I, something yeah, slightly different. If I'm in mechanics different. grip the whole time, mm-hmm. and then I switch to like a deep biddle grip, mm-hmm. 
and then randomly switch back to mechanic script. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, did I just do a clip shift? Like, what was that? I didn't right. do a clip shift because I would never do that. But which kind of goes back to how to handle hecklers? When remember we were talking, mm-hmm. uh, and someone's like, "I saw you do that in, in your head." You're, you've had that said where you're like, "I haven't even done anything. Yeah. Yet. I haven't done a pass. <laughs> I haven't done a call. like." Nothing. I didn't do it. <laughs> you're not gonna see it, and so that's why you kind of have to have that like yeah. consistency. I will because if you change one thing. Yeah, well, I always right? have to my advantage though when I'm performing. I will. If I need the audience to be looking at the deck, I will shift into a totally different hand position, and then I let the audience look there while you know I'm doing something mm-hmm. else. Because it's fun. Because then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna catch him doing something," and they'll look, and then I'll come back, and nothing's happened. Or I'll just be like setting the deck on the table, but I'll like switch to like a deep fiddle. Oh, just and then just gotcha, gotcha, and then gotcha. just place it on the table, and they're like, what? and then make sure I show the hand empty, like I'm not palming, so they have no idea why that just happened. Yeah. So it's fun to mess with the audience. Anything Especially else to conventions. add? To Practice so it doesn't suck would be the advice as far as sliding <laughs> in theory. Goes. That is what you said on um, another podcast a while ago about being anxious. And you're like, is there any reason to be anxious? They're like, well, if you're good at magic, no. But if you suck, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, okay. There's <laughs> a common thing about Sebastian here. Yeah, Sebastian just, doesn't want. Just, you know, strive for excellence. Don't um, practice yeah. something, kind of be able to do it, and then think that. It's good enough. Yeah. Never be good enough. Yeah. Be better than that. Very well put. Thanks. Anything else about sleight of hand theory? Don't do it. We already mentioned don't no suck. Oh, yeah. Doing Just don't do of sleight of hand is what Eric would say because he doesn't do it anymore. Find a way to not do the sleight of hand. That way you, you can do, really sell your performance. You do what? Self-working? Isn't that the... Self-working. Sort of semi-automatic. Self-working, semi-automatic, being ahead of the audience. I love these and terms. And then I stick on just... Just really. So I'm just I'm wondering audience. what's preventing you from getting I don't know 52 steps ahead, and also what? using sleight of hand. <laughs> I'm just throwing out ideas. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, um, this I'm gonna read the question just because I want to sort of give a shout out to Magic Chris. He said dealing uh, with that situation when a spectator already knows how your trick works or sees through it. Gets excited and starts blabbing to all the other spectators right there while you're performing it. We did already kind of cover this the in how to ha- how to yeah. handle hecklers for sure. Um, that's a hey, but this shut is, up. That's, <laughs> that's a that's a specific that is, situation. Yeah, you're right because it wasn't a heckler. It's someone that's really excited and then just that's such an odd thing. I mean, have you guys ever had? Oh that my happen? god, yeah, like especially, but it's been a oh long god. time. Oh, did you? Like when someone sees oh it on god, YouTube, hand, that was all. Oh like if a guy, oh, that's what they do. Yeah. If a guy's watched like three YouTube tutorials, he knows every card trick in the book. Yep, yep. And so then he wants to just tell his friend what he's seen. It's been a while since I've had that though. Shushing them is really the most effective thing. Like the second they start, just no, stop. <laughs> so it's a good question, but we did definitely. I would recommend yeah. Magic Chris to check out how to handle hecklers because we definitely go really. I would tell anyone to check out how to handle hecklers. Just for the entertainment factor. I know, it's pretty funny. All right. Let's see. I don't know. I just want to give the audience a heads up. Uh, I am reading these questions to Eric and Sebastian, so some of them, we're going to read this. I'm going to read this next one. I don't know if you guys have an answer for it. I'm going to read it. Oh, we'll have an answer. We have an answer. <laughs> it won't be good, but like. <laughs> Andrew Gilbert, 64. So, Andrew Gilbert, whatever. Five from the big time, buddy. <laughs> In a month, I am headed down to Australia to be on tour with a group. There will be two illusionists, including myself, so I'd be interested in hearing y'all talk about two-man magic or and 
or explore the topic. Not sure if you've touched on the subject before. Two man magic. Like two man magic show. Like Penn and Teller style, like two performers on the stage at one time, or he's yes, performing, that's, they're performing. No, it looks like it's two man magic because he said um, there'll be two illusionists, including myself. On, that's interesting to have. So two man magic. I mean, it's got to be on stage. Like it has to. Yeah, be. Yeah, no. So considering they're illusionists, that's right. Be on stage. I'm just wondering, is like one doing thirty minutes, and the next one doing. 30 no, minutes. that can't be it because that wouldn't make sense. I just that's can't the, believe that he's touring on this show where it's gonna be a two man magic, and he's asking advice about that. Like, I feel like he should have mm. that together. Well, he doesn't say. He doesn't say he wants your advice. He says. He wants thoughts your thoughts on, on the subject. I think if done well, it's crazy entertaining. I think David and, and Lehman. That's and who Lehman, I saw yeah. at Magic Live, and it was hilarious. If done well, too, because then, like, you have the easiest out to walk off stage while your partner is just performing something, and you can be prepping the next great thing, and then go out. I think it's awesome if done Would well. Would you guys ever do it, Eric, Sebastian, yeah. together? Yeah, I know. We've actually talked about it on a, a couple lot. different occasions. Yeah. I think it would be really fun. He would dress in all black, I'd dress in all white. It'd be yeah. perfect. Yeah. Why? Because I'm the devil. He's an angel. Yeah. Light and darkness. <laughs> We've already thought about it. We've already talked about this. What was that character development when it was like, I have a face? Yeah. That. We've already talked about this. Uh, yeah. Us performing together. It'll happen one day. It will. Can we do competition acts together at FISM? They can, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Do we do that close up? Or does that have to be stage? Let's do a close up on stage. Let's do a close up on stage. <laughs> okay. Seen right. it done before. I love David and Lehman, and I remember them at Magic Live. However, remember people were not laughing as hard as you and I were because yeah, they were not just letting themselves enjoy just ridic- absolute ridiculousness. Which is, again, if you're at Magic Live last year, you saw Jared Kopf do absolutely oh ridiculous, God. and you also saw the only two people in the audience laughing, which would be again me and Chelsea and Katie. No, and Katie, that's Katie. Three. We were Three. laughing so hard. That was the, the best thing. Shout out to Jared Kopp. You're amazing. You're my hero. Okay. What else do we have? Um, I wish we could have helped Andrew more. (laughs) Sorry, Andrew. I have not done a a dual act ever, so. And you guys don't have strong opinions about it. No. I mean, I think it's... Just great if you can do it, yeah. do it yeah if you've and got if you've got someone that you can perform with that you that you have to have chemistry yeah exactly you have, like, yeah. you've got Rhythm. that 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 has a lot of kind of like when you watch episode one of the slideshow there's you guys are kind of bad you're not doing great but by episode three and mm-hmm. episode the one we which is actually what we did today was we recorded episode four you you guys got that that chemistry yeah. kind of going back which and forth and I've had chemistry together for years so you put a camera on it and we definitely froze up a good bit. We're like, whoa, whoa. You can tell we're frozen. We're like very stoic. Sorry. We're going to cut this part right here. Maybe. Grabbing a beer, guys. Oh, well, maybe not. I mean, we are all <laughs> sitting down drinking beer. This is, okay, so today we we filmed for a while. We did all of our slighted episode. Go ahead. <laughs> was, there was prolonged eye contact before that happened. Now, now it's the evening time, and we're doing a couple podcasts since we Eric and I drive to Orlando so we can film with Sebastian. I think this is probably our favorite part because it's much more relaxed, way more. It's yeah, it's definitely becoming a favorite part. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to look pretty for the podcast. <laughs> My hair can be done for radio. Which you guys got to check that picture out on Instagram. I posted by now to be a few weeks old when you hear this of us. We look really haggard. 
that one morning we filmed. Oh, yeah. You got cups of coffee and just That's nothing. That's a great one. It's awesome. Sebastian's in a bathroom. Yeah, we're either recording the podcast at night with beers. No, no. It was Or recording. Morning. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I'm the sorry. Statement. Spoiler alert. It was in the morning. <laughs> Or we film in the morning. Or record in the morning with coffee and donuts. Which is way better at night, honestly. The morning yeah. was the morning was a little rough. I liked it. Oh, did you? I love coffee though. Literally just waking up and making coffee is the greatest. That's true. Okay. Alright, so we have what is this? Um N Javier Magic uh, writes he that so we said what topics. He writes creative engineering. I've got so, no idea what that means. Okay, I wasn't sure. I honestly... I would say... So I just saw Bizarro Lecture. Okay. My brain instantly goes to that. Mm-hmm. Creative engineering. That guy is crazy creative with what he comes up with. Like, insane ideas. And he engineers all of them himself. So I'm just kind of like a spitball in here. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Like, using everything around you to create your magic. Just an idea. Like, Maybe. Bizarro. Like, an idea that Bizarro had was... Uh, Taking, Are we giving away secrets, Eric? I'm not going to say how he did it. I'm okay. just going to talk about a, like two tricks he did that was like super creative. God, Mom, fine. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You know what? I'll leave him hanging. I'm not going to talk about no, it. No, no. You guys <laughs> don't get to know. <laughs> no, so he, he opened up uh, his show. He had like a 7-Up can. And then was like, oh, there's other people here. And he tore the 7-Up can into two. And it was two mini 7-Up cans. Huh. Brilliant. Both in hand and out in the audience. They both were drinkable. Uh, oh, that's yeah, that's it's, it's brilliant. Nice. Uh, it looked really good. And then he was like, and everyone always asked, you know, did I bring more for uh, everyone else? And uh, he waited for someone to ask, and he's like, I did. And he pulls out a six pack of cokes, and then goes, I got a bunch of coke, and right over here, I got a bunch of coke. And then he pulls as he pulls the next coke out, the cokes that are already in his hand are now sprites. Oh, it was awesome. He worded it totally differently. <laughs> he actually said, I have a coke, coke here. In my uh, right hand, and I have Sprite here in my right hand. And my <laughs> right hand, it was Sprite, and then there's that's, Coke back in the That's left awesome. Hand. It was crazy. You know, you know what? Now when I, if, when I read creative engineering, the name that pops in my head is Trey Watson. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, he... He's creative. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what you mean when you say creative engineering, but if it means creating magic with just everything, all the things that you have, when we've... Eric and I have stayed with him in Dallas twice now. Gosh, and yeah. it's incredible. He just constantly is building his own um, state, like yeah, he has, sets. He, yeah, he has a maker. <clears throat> he has a maker space that he goes to in uh, Austin. No, Dallas. 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 Where it they have just tons of tools, CNC machines, wood shops, and he just goes there all the time and builds props. But and he it's uses incredible. he uses all these things in his home too. Oh yeah. Like that's like he's always making magic that's really relevant to what's going on, which I think I don't know. I don't know. It it sounds like it fits creative engineering because he's very creative and he true. engineers it himself and, and it's the relevant. And craziest stuff. Oh my gosh. Like his Bill and Lemon routine, <laughs> instead of doing a basic Bill and Lemon routine like I'm not going to give much away, but there's like strings and wires attached and st- it just gets we it gets out of hand. Wait. It's not published. I mean, like, there's not even a video of it existing anywhere. So if anyone's sure. Bill and Lemon and String and Wires, trust me, no one has any idea what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Let's just say it's... But... I believe it's over-engineered. And I've told him <laughs> to his face that it's too complicated. Well, <laughs> Mr. Javier Magic, hopefully we answered your question. If not, please feel free to clarify. We'd love to try again. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. 
What was the question? Create <laughs> just create engineering. engineering. There's no question. question well, because was well, there a question mark? No, no but I said. But the question we what asked: topics? What topics do you want discussed on the to podcast? Talk about creative engineering. I think we kind of did. I think we did our best. If we got it correct, we got creative and engineered some answers. <laughs> we did the greatest. Win win. Okay, so Samir dot Abbas uh, wrote thoughts. What are your thoughts on revealing magic on YouTube? And I did let him know in the comments that we were releasing today exactly that answer. So yeah. the last one of the last podcasts so, we did was about well, we revealed or revealed. We talked out of a specific one. Well, which we was sorry. revealing magic that has just come out. Whereas, like, if you're going to teach like a double lift or like super basic tricks, like a reverse card trick. On YouTube, I have no problem with that. And I think we kind of that. Okay, you're right. That didn't get said, but it was implied when we talked about the the Val Valentino mass magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, that was that was a totally different implication of, and he revealed stage stuff, which made them modernize. People still use double lifts to this day, so people are modernizing from the double lift. But it's just a standard. But it's one of those things that's like it's so easy to get your hands on. It's in every book that like. I don't mind it being on YouTube. If you want to learn magic, I think magic should be accessible to be learned. Right. And I think the basics should be free. The fundamentals. Yeah, the fundamentals should be out there and be free. And then get, you know, then once you And then you, you read, take yeah. the fundamentals and you use it to create your own individual prop. And I don't want to encourage people to create. That's um, It's all been done before. As far as if, if you want yeah. to start a career You're in magic You're not going creation. to encourage people to create. Oh, no, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i going to, but like, just don't sell and stuff because that's, That shouldn't be your sole purpose. If you created yeah. a great trick that you love performing and it's unique and no one's done it before, hell yes, please release that. If you're okay. coming up with something like Oh, but no one's ever held a break with the third finger for this effect before. Oh, that's not what and I meant. Then, I meant get the hell out and stop, stop. I know Take, you okay. meant creating brand new, and I'm still gonna say don't do that because that's uh, that makes it harder for me to do my job. So, okay, moving on. We're just knocking these suckers right out. Yeah, well, I don't even, I don't even chime in there. Oh, did you? Want I to mean, I pretty me? much agree with everything that you said, but I just kind of feel offended that no one asked. Oh, you're crying about you it. You just forgot to answer. Be quicker. I hope you learned something. Just I'll be sit quick. back. You can be on your feet. I'm gonna skip back. You got the next question. Thank you, Daddy. I wanted the next one. <laughs> so to answer everyone's initial question at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take the last name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Dan Luckett Magic says. Watch this be the hardest question. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it will be. Um, he writes. <laughs> I can't. Alright, I do comedy magic. I'd like to hear other thoughts on where comedy and magic intersect, or just how the performance and routines fit into different scenarios. And my first thought is about Vinny Grosso. Grosso's lecture. I loved... So Vinny Grosso came to lecture in Jacksonville, and I absolutely loved it. What is that? Oh my goodness, he's We're making We're supposed to let Sebastian Oh, answer. is... Are you upset that I'm talking? No, I've just never seen Vinny Grosso lecture. Oh, uh, Great guy. Was... I've met him before. Super nice guy. Just I haven't seen him lecture. Yeah, before. no, his great. lecture is great. And he taught one trick. Okay. It was awesome. It was so good. It, it basically was magic it was theory. theory. It was theory, and he talked a lot of... Uh, tons of ideas. I think uh-huh. most... Just from what I've seen, people tend to hate theory lectures, but man, that one was a great one. He well, I, I think lectures, one so. of the best things Me he too. said. Can you actually? I kind of want you to jump in on this when you when you talk about magic mm-hmm. being a crutch. I want because you, I feel like mm-hmm. I asked you about this after the the lecture, and you broke yeah. it down really really well. Yeah, but I wanted Sebastian to answer. Oh, okay, but he can also jump in. But I want 
Uh, oh, no, no, the people don't care what I have to say, That's Kelsey. true, Let, Let's so talk go to ahead, Eric. Eric. Okay, well, as long as he knows. Um, <laughs> hey, your words. Speaking <laughs> uh, of Wait. This is what the audience wants. You know that, right? I'll just, I'll just sit here and look pretty. Cool. So Unfortunately, uh, you've got a face for podcasts, so... And a voice for silent films. <laughs> oh, God. This is the worst joke. I totally screwed my joke. Okay, go, Eric. Like, foot modeling or something? I'm going to kick your modeling. F*** you. Not editing it. Not editing it. Just put a beep. That's all I need. All right, I guess I'll do that. We'll see. Uh, So, no, comedy, magic, and intersecting. Um, I asked about crutches and magic. So Vinny was saying, don't let your magic be a crutch, which is like, you could just have a bunch of corny, cheesy jokes end with an effect and people are going to applaud because the magic is hopefully good. In theory, it's good. There's well, I no mean, evidence that it will be, but like... If they're seeing something that is even remotely surprising. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. wow, I didn't see you're that coming. Gonna, yeah, you'll get a response. And so he said he performed for ages without thinking about what he's saying, his words. He'd make, you know, a, a joke here or there that like wasn't great, but then when he ended the trick, he'd get a good response and he'd be like, oh, it's working. And then he realized he's using his magic as crutches, whereas, like, no one's responding to his jokes. No one's responding to him. They're only responding to the effect that surprises him. So then he, I mm. think, went out and tried stand-up comedy, right? Or oh, no, he did I a stand-up comedy class or something. Okay, I think that's right. I don't think he... I can't remember if he did it or not, but he took a class. On, he took some classes that on stand-up on comedy. Improv. Or improv. And no, it was definitely stand-up, oh, stand-up. comedy. Because okay, it was okay. about scripting. You're right, my bad. And it was scripting every line, every piece to engage the audience, make sure every joke is poignant and, like, has, uh, like... A, a purpose. Point, a purpose. Like, it doesn't just exist as a joke. It exists to help accentuate the trick, and the trick helps to accentuate the joke. Like, both have to go together. Or if you're just doing jokes and then doing a trick afterwards, you know, make a choice. Are you a comedian or are you a magician? Uh, pick one or pick the other. But a comedy magician, I think the magic should complement the uh, comedy, and the comedy should complement the magic. So it should be really... Who does a good job of that? Uh, Oh, no, 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 he's a senior comedian more so than a magician. I don't, yeah, right. I don't agree. He's so funny. Darren Brown's he's very s- funny, and he but tends to incorporate the two very well. I can, really? Yeah, I can see But he does mental as What about, really I was going to say, I don't see no, that. No, I'm going to go back to Don Burton. What? His jokes accentuated mm-hmm. his magic, because he started doing physical but humor. He did, he did more stand-up. He did do a magic trick, really? He did, he did a, he did a, an escape. Uh, it was but really basic, no, really I, easy. No, I just disagree completely. Like, That's I just funny. think he did a stand-up act... With an escape routine Wait. in the middle, but he used physical comedy throughout the escape routine. No, yeah, that's and it, not... And it worked. It was you the just comedy said... accentuated the magic, and the magic was accentuating the comedy. No, I disagree. It was... He had magic right at the end. It was not a magic show. Well, yeah, the it, first half was... He was a stand-up stand stand with a comedy. little bit of magic, and that's perfectly fine for what it is. I yeah, would think hilarious. someone that does a good job of that would be uh, either the amazing Jonathan... David, David Williamson. Yes. Yeah. Yes, with the, the kids. Yeah, yeah. He has the kids His on kid stage. Oh my. Oh well, the amazing God. Jonathan. Uh, amazing actually. Jonathan. Oh, that's an also, choice. the uh, Piff the Magic Dragon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah Piff is Because he's that definitely doing magic the whole time. And he just has dry humor comedy throughout his entire presentation yeah. that benefits with magic. What like, do you think, Sebastian? I think that Piff is amazing. He needs to keep doing what he's doing. He's awesome. Do you have anything though to add to 
Comedy Magic, um, no, I think you guys pretty much covered everything. I uh, was kind of finding the right blends and making sure that they both complement each other as opposed to using one as opposed to the other, you know. So and, but you sometimes covered. you can use one more than the other, right? I mean... Yeah, and that's it, it, kinda, it depends on what you want to focus on because if you want to be the comedian that has a magical punch at the end, you can do that. Um, but if you want to be the magician who's funny... They're both plausible, but they have very I, different yeah. intentions. See, I, I think I, the magician is funny is the way better version. But at the same time, focus on the magic was, and you're just going to be humorous. Like you've seen uh, Justin Woman's sleight of mouth, right? The Comedy Central. Yeah. Oh. What was he? Was he more? He seemed more comedy oriented, but there were strong magic punches at the end. He was so comedy oriented, but my goodness, was the magic good? Well, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So if both both of them are plausible. It just depends on what exactly yeah. you want to do. So I am wanting Eric to help me create a stand-up routine that will incorporate some magic, but it's going to be called Bad Magic with Chelsea. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was going to be really funny. It is going to be really funny because I'm going to do is. it. And now that I've recorded it and put it online, I have to do it because I've Bad been trying to build up the cojones to get on stage and do it. It's going to you be good. won't. No balls. I will do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Alright. Okay. We've covered a lot. Let's see. What have I not asked you guys? Um, Great questions, by the way. Please keep them coming, guys. I know. I agree. Okay, this is going to be our last question. Oh, God. Jeopardy. Double. Double. Oh, so... <laughs> Alright, this time we have to let Spanish and talk first. Oh, I actually get be... to... I get to talk now? He's going to be a baby. I have to raise my hand. I'm not going to speak the whole time. Oh, okay. Wow. You sure you can handle that? Right. From... Oh, he's shaking his head now. Tyler Rabs writes, today is magic... Oh, then you give me the difficult question. Oh, Thank you. it's not. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I already just... I want to Oh, say, no, no. I read this question. It's a phenomenal question. Today is magic a relevant and viable form of expression, or like burlesque, is it a subculture mainly kept around for nostalgia's sake and largely supported by amateur adherence of itself? Both. Oh Very is, much so both. This is a great question. I read that question, literally, I was sitting next to Eric, and I made the weirdest, <laughs> like, <"Hoo!" laughs> Like, because it was such a phenomenal question. It, it literally It is the me. hardest question yeah. of the for you. And I think that it, both, is really the best answer. Um, I think that it is relevant, it is a viable form of expression, but most of, most of magicians and the people trying to express their thoughts and feelings through the medium don't do it very well or effectively. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you can... It's make, gotta, it's you you can make more, people cry with magic. You can make them forget all the stupid, bad things in their life. It can be beautiful, artistic, well, or say, you can do six phases of the ambitious card, and at the end they're like, okay, thanks, buddy. I great. would say it's definitely more relevant than burlesque. I feel like that's an easy answer right there in that way. Well, because, nudity, nudity's never going to be more relevant well, than burlesque. Yes, There's because... There's more strip clubs than there are magic shops. That's yeah. like burlesque. Burlesque is an art form. Yeah, so, burle- so strip clubs are... The hobbyist burlesque. That's not that great. Okay, actually, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me, before we go any further, just, let's define burlesque, because I'm slightly, is that just sexy, or is that, (laughs) no, I mean, burlesque, he's, he's saying as an art Gotcha, so, so it's a parody of stripping, is kind of what I'm getting. A variety show, typically including striptease, an absurd or comically exaggerated imitation of something. Oh. So... Burlesque isn't stripping; it's an exaggerated parody of stripping, which is why burlesque they have the is word. Dying, then, yeah. 
So, I but I mean, at the same time, I was going to say, you, we've got, we literally were just talking about this on the slide show that we have like the Carbonero effect on TV. Like that's, it is that's, blooming, but I don't know. There's a, I, I, we just seem to I be having a, magic's definitely at it. Like it's not yeah. dead. You, Daniel Madison. It's not dead. It's definitely still alive. Yeah, There's I plenty of room for Why growth. Why do you say that to Daniel Madison? Because Daniel, Daniel Madison. He started the hashtag magic, magic is dead. dead. So oh, he started really? that entire campaign. Yeah, no, it's he, still here. We're breathing. It's still but. here. Well, the whole idea, if you got his book, which I unfortunately looked through, which <laughs> Thanks, I bro. will say it seemed like the most self indulgent piece of work I've ever I'm seen. I'm going to have to look at this. Oh, you don't want to waste your time. Every single I'll page just is just one sentence. <laughs> what? Yeah. You really? Yeah. And it's no. usually not even like great and it's just like some thought. And it was like magic is dead. Oh my god. If you like let it I can't remember exactly what if it was you like, let it yeah. die. Yeah, something st- but like still like Where it was he again, sounds like he thinks he's deep, but he's it not. Was, yeah. Oh, Hashtag yeah. deep. Yeah. Um white girl problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was one of those things where it was like again, you know, I'm better than Ernest. Just an approach for shock value. Magic is dead. And everyone lost their minds. And I was like, dude, just don't. Like, just... Well, dude, he's making the money. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I... No, nah, let's hate the player. I totally enjoy doing that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's one of my hobbies is <laughs> hating the player. It was... Yeah. So I looked at the book, but it just made me angrier. Yeah, we don't need to spend any more time talking about Madison. He's got enough publicity shit going That's on. True. Good That's for him. true. So we anyway, we were talking name. about uh, whether or not it's a subculture. Right. Magic's definitely not dead, though. It's uh, definitely not. Um, at, I think it's at its peak. But it is. It is. Slight. It is mainly being supported by amateur hobbyists. But yeah, at the same yeah, time, yeah. there is a professional surge with America's Got Talent finally accepting it as legitimate form. Yeah, Pantel's Fool Us. Fool Us is awesome for it. The Illusionists are touring around. We got the movie Slight that I think's probably just come out at this point, or is coming. Out. It's coming out at the end of the month. I believe it comes out on the 28th. I'm not okay. 100% sure. Yeah, so that's coming out. And that's a movie where, like, I mean, I know. It's a drug dealer magician. So. Personally, though, <laughs> I know some magicians you were have hired a to s- consult on the show. Yeah, so. no, Eric, Eric was the hand double. Yeah, so, like, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Not you, Eric, no, Jones. Eric Jones. Oh, I was I forget, like, <laughs> I forget that there's Yeah, there's black more guy, white hands. Let's yeah. go. And you're like, I, the whole time I just hold the deck. And they're like, do slights. No, nope. I don't do that. No, <laughs> I just hold this. I deck. do great routines. Um, <laughs> we hired the wrong I, guy. Don't you think that magic probably comes and goes in waves? Like has a peak and then back down. I mean, I'm sure back in Houdini's day, I it was think I'm huge. too young. No, I mean, I'm sure. I'm probably you true, but right history? now. Yeah, I know, but I don't know how it was. Like, I can study the history. We, we didn't live there, so I mean, we could be know, like, yeah, Houdini I don't know. says it was great, but he was I don't also know this great. social, like, what was going on in society. Like, magic's huge right now. Yeah. Whereas, like, I can't ask anybody, like, did you see that burlesque show on CBS? No, exactly. No, That's... but I did watch Foolish last night. Tell me about Connor Marlette's teabag trick. It's yeah. really good. I actually liked it a lot. Huh. A lot of prep work into that trick. An excessive <laughs> amount, and I applaud him for it. All right, we're done. Shout out, Turn it Kyle. off. Turn it off. Turn it off. We're done.